Five minutes. Your awareness may be powerful enough to control your instincts. Your instinct will be to remove your hand from the box. It's your girl, Mish, and welcome to another episode of the Love Mish Podcast. Um, today's episode we are going to be talking about the divine feminine and i'm so super excited for this episode um i've been wanting to do this episode for a very long time as you guys have heard me mention and i'm able to put all the pieces together and bring you the episode so i ran across mr dr delbert Blair. And he has so many videos on YouTube. I can just listen to them for hours. Like, that is, has been my TV lately. Um, different speeches and conferences and just, I don't know. I can just look at it for hours. So that's been my TV lately. Esoteric, you know, spiritual, whatever you want to call it. And he did an episode on the woman, the man, and the child. And he specifically did it in that order because from his point of view, he felt like woman was first, man was second, and then came the child. And I was just so intrigued by that. Um, It was over an hour. I would have wanted to put it on here, but I'd be talking for an hour myself, so I doubt (laughs) you guys would listen so i have a clip if you want to go hear it but i also took notes so i'll just be running through the whole video basically um you know telling you what i took away from it like i always do um but first up i want to allow you to hear a clip or i have a clip from billy carson and he mentions some of the same things about women so i'm going to do his clip first and then when i come back i'll go on Uh, to Dr. Deborah Blair and then everything else that I kind of summarized that has kind of opened my eyes, so to speak. Um, I just turned 34 this year and I'm just seeing things a lot differently, Um, especially with the rights of a woman. Uh, I honestly feel like she just does not get the credit that she deserves. And I feel like over time that has been watered down for a purpose. Um, through the witch trials and um, I guess here in America they had to do the woman's right movement you know so just repeatedly somewhere along the lines women reigned Um, there were women pharaoh in Egypt in Indian tribes women rule across the country now there's women rulership and leadership i mean look at the queen of england for god's sake and then somewhere along the line it just switched to man 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 and look at where the world is look at how the world is right now like um i think perhaps if woman was created first it's because she maybe has a deeper connection to spirit so she's able to provide that wisdom that nurture that care that love at a higher level than man it doesn't mean that woman should abuse man but it means that man should honor and reverence woman for her talents and then woman should reverence and honor man for his talents as well because they strengthen each other they shouldn't tear each other down and one shouldn't um, that's, I feel like the man try to heavily dominate so much, but I don't feel like the women 
uh, do that just because of the love and nurture that we have. It's more of in a motherly way. And men is more just a dominant conquer war way. So, yeah, I'm excited to do um, this particular podcast and just tell you guys, you know, what all I think um, about it and different things that I picked up from it. And maybe you can pick up some things, too. So this this is going to be really, really interesting. I'm so excited. So let's get started. First, you're going to be hearing Billy Carson. Which is where the intersecting circles occur is energy coming through a womb. Uh, so all life starts in wombs, and that's where you um, that's where you see the divine energy. The masculine is supposed to give balance to that. Unfortunately, what's happened is we run away with over masculinity, uh, you know, in terms of dominance on the planet. So we've suppressed the divine feminine, and the evidence of it can be seen all around the planet. Endless wars, you know. Um, I mean, you know, the the, the um, capitalistic society, capitalistic system based off of high risk for little reward and all these other things. It's a male dominance mindset. It's a masculine mindset. If you travel, if you want to get a really good idea of what I'm talking about, who just came back from Egypt? Okay. In Cairo, you went to Cairo, right? Everything is brown. Every building is brown. There's no colors. There's no flowers. There's nothing to say a woman was here. Everything is dirty. The streets are dusty. Because why? Women are oppressed in Egypt and Arab, and Arab, Arab countries. They have to wear these complete covers. They have to cover their faces. They can only show their eyes and all this other stuff. It's just crazy. But the, the, the suppression of women is evident there. You can see it everywhere. You know, I mean, you can literally see that there is no feminine energy there. Now, take that from as above, so below, and understand what is happening on a galactic scale. If you overdo energy in one way versus another. When you suppress women, you know, it was from all the way back, you kept them out of, you couldn't even go into church, right. you know, uh, you know, you couldn't vote, you couldn't do that, I mean, it was just, it's just craziness, but it's just this, men at high power positions had discovered that women were better at doing a lot of things that men could do in terms of ruling and running and controlling situations, and to maintain and keep their power or obtain their power, they decided to start to begin to suppress women. And uh, the evidence of that, like I said, man, just go to some of these foreign countries where women are suppressed and oppressed, you'll see, whew, everything is one color. <laughs> I mean, the whole, the whole place? The whole place? I said, hey, um, how come y'all don't paint these buildings different colors or something? Oh, you know, the sun is so hot, it's gonna fade the colors anyway. Yeah, okay. I live in Miami, it's pretty hot down there too. We got a lot of colors down there. It's just, it's about oppression, is what it is, you know. Um, and that's one major part, unfortunately, that we've got, a, we've got a battle. So see how Billy Carson even gives reverence to women and how in Egypt, he's like, it's all plain. You just see tan everywhere because the men are dominating. They aren't letting the women um, give their creativity. And so it's just like, wow. So I just want to um, make a comment about that. My, I'm on a personal journey myself with spirituality. I feel like I went on another level and I'm just, you know, so thankful for the upgrades and the growth and the maturity that I am receiving and just soaking in. Uh, one of the things that came to me, and I'm writing, uh, this will be my second book. I'm writing another book about um, infertility or lessons that I've learned on the path that I'm walking. And creativity just jumped out to me and I incorporated it in the ebook and in my life I saw how creative my mom was she made us dresses for church it was a lot of us she probably they probably couldn't afford to go out and buy fancy dresses but she had a sewing machine she had needle thread she bought the material and we had beautiful beautiful dresses so we were just as pretty as the other girls on Easter with our big beautiful dresses and our big beautiful socks she made the dresses and the socks. She probably stayed all up all night doing the three different dresses. And I have memories of her pinning, you know, the fabrics on me and 
telling me to turn around. It's just funny how you live life day by day by day by day. But then one day you wake up and look back and some of those memories are bleary, but you literally lived it 24 hours each day. It's just, I don't know. It's just interesting. And I remember she used to cook all the dinners and she'd decorate the home and she'd do our hair. That's creativity. Just all of that creativity energy she created us, you know, mom and dad had four kids. Um, I look at my grandma. She had that same creativity. She created six kids. She would decorate her house, still do all these different patterns, real beautiful um, pictures on the wall, different statues, different plants. She creates in the kitchen. Um, she loves God so much. So she's creative with how she shares the Bible and, you know, try, plants those seeds. She does. She plants those seeds in all of her kids and grandkids. No matter what path we're on, she's still going to tell you about God, Jesus. Um, and I do remember her doing her makeup and her hair. I do remember looking at her in the middle mirror, put her powder on her face and her lipstick and do her hair and put on her mark perfume. I do remember grandma getting jazzy. Um, so we could go step in the streets or we used to hand out flyers to people to tell them about God and stuff. Grandma was in a choir, so that means she sung. She was using her creativity to sing. Um, she used to style them wigs. Baby, them wigs used to be on point. She used to mix it real good with her hair. Uh, and then I look at my uh, sisters. They're so creative as well. Um, my sister's going to revamp her business where she's just making everything homemade. Uh, she cooks really well. She does her hair. She does the whole family hair. She, she actually dreaded majority of the family. Um, and I just see the creativity in her life. I also see the creativity in my younger sister's life. She's dreaded the family as well. I remember her going on YouTube and Pinterest, getting recipes and stuff. Um, making cupcakes and stuff for the kid's birthday and just different ideas. Um, being creative with how she decorates the house and style and dress. I, she's really, really creative in that aspect. She's always been um, unique. And then my sister-in-law, she's super, super creative. In her garage, <laughs> it's going to be my brother's man cave. But when I go in there, I see all her arts and crafts all right now. She actually set up the dinner for my sister this year. And I just basically ordered the stuff on Amazon. But she was the mind behind it, putting it all together. You know, I helped blow up the balloons. But it was really her creativity that put it together. She does the kids' hair, the way she decorates the home, painted the walls, the way she cooks. Um, she does these beautiful pictures with the family where she'll find the outfits and they'll all be color coordinated and you see the pictures all over her home. And it's just so beautiful. And I remember growing up, we used to take pictures like that. And then at one point we stopped. But just that creativity that women have that's that same energy that brings forth life. So that's basically what I was putting in the book. And somewhere along the line, I feel like I dropped my creativity. I feel like I tapped more into my masculine. I was heavy with work and making this money and just being dominant and just real masculine energy. And I feel like 34 is the year where Divine Feminine has tapped me on my shoulder and like, hey, baby girl, like this is your lane, you know? You, you've been masculine long enough. Let's come on to the feminine side. And I don't know, it just feels like I'm just looking at things with new eyes. It's just so interesting. So that's why this is my, this is going to be my favorite, most favorite episode. But it's funny how when an idea comes to me, like creativity, then all this other stuff starts flowing. Like I see the Dr. Dilbert uh, Blair. Um, what would you call it? Speech or class? Or interview and then different things just come to me with the same concept I guess that's how you universe talks to me I remember getting a book 
um, and she called it Divine Feminine. And I remember ordering it because I wanted to support her. What is her name? Let me check up on her name because she always does uh, YouTube videos. Goddess, Six the Goddess. I was just about to click on YouTube. We're going to turn y'all off. Six the Goddess. I remember ordering her book and she was saying how she did mention that how women uh, have strayed away from their uh, feminine, you know, femininity. And that is so true. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to touch on the creativity part. But now I'm going to get into Dr. Blair. Now, the video was an hour long, so I'm a, I wrote notes, but I'm going to kind of skip over things. For for one, he mentioned um, women would do themselves a service by standing on their heads for three to five minutes a day. Now, I remember seeing on YouTube or just shows or whatever, you would see people with this machine where they would stand from head to toe and then they'll flip the whole thing over and their feet will be in the air and their head will be on the ground. And this real old lady was doing it. And she's like, this is how I stay young and youthful. You know, like, because they know things perhaps that we don't know. So who told her, hey, you want to stand on your head? Because this this does X, Y, Z. I haven't heard that before. Have any of you? So from Dr. Delbert Blair's point of view, for women, and probably everybody can benefit from this, which is probably why yoga is so popular, and Aside from the stretches and the poses, they do do the handstands as well. Um, he was saying how there's it reverses by being inverted. You are in line with the gravitational pull from toe to head, which is going to reverse and get the toxins and stuff out of your body. Now, I didn't even know. See, this is how my pieces be coming together. I bought... I was into yoga and I just cannot do a handstand, not in a pool, not um, not in, in my home, in a living room, nowhere. <laughs> I've done it on the wall before. Like I can put my head on the wall and put my feet up on the wall, but I just cannot balance on my own. I don't know if it's my head, my hands or what. I just cannot balance. So on Amazon, I bought a chair. It's in the link. And basically you just put your hand, you hold the chair and the chair has four legs, so the legs are basically supporting you as you flip upside down. That's the only way I'm able to do it. So here I am doing yoga months before. Like this was sometime way last year, not knowing three to five minutes a day is helping get the toxins out of our body. Um, I just thought that was so, so interesting. So the link is in the notes. And I honestly feel like in life, when you hear something, it's not just because you need to hear it. Sometimes it is. Some of the music that we listen to, some of the movies, some of the shows, a lot of it could be entertainment purposes. But I think a lot of people in this life try to put very knowledgeable information out there, whether it's in shows, music, movies, whatever. And so while you're laughing and being entertained, hopefully you can bite and, and bite and eat that knowledge as well. So... Uh, he gave definitions and he said a woman is an adult female a human being he said womanhood is time and condition of being a woman a girl is a female child or a young unmarried woman he also said in the tutoric times it was a young boy so who said a girl is a young boy I mean, that already has red flags and question marks. And then a girl is an unmarried woman. Okay, what's well, a lot of girls around here with babies and whole households because they're unmarried. So then that leads me to believe that a woman should actually be an adult female human being who's married. Because if a girl is unmarried, then that means a woman will be married. Um, he also mentioned in the Bible, because that's what everybody uh, usually refers to that Eve was created from Adam's rib to be a helpmeet. But I disagree and I feel like that's a lie. Remember I said there's a lie in every truth, truth in every lie. I feel like uh, Adam was made from Eve. 
I really do. And I think that's why the whole Mary and Jesus or the virgin mother and baby story is so prolific in all religions throughout all the ages. Because this woman on her own gave birth to a child. And then, of course, she could either continue to have kids or maybe somewhere down the line she, in fact, could have made it with her son. You know, possibilities are endless. But time and time again, you'll see the mother being worshipped and adorned and the son who's worship and adore because he comes from the pure mother there was no inbreeding there so the reason he's so holy is not just because she's a virgin you know it's because it's pure blood it's not mixed with anything else it's not diluted and to me that means from god god created woman i feel like woman is god like i'll say it this way the the pre-mortal creator of all made woman because and, and made her perfect because she could even produce by her goddamn self. And I feel like another entity that was created, you know, made man somewhere else. Because me and my sister was reading Genesis one day. And it was like so many different God with a capital G, God with a little G, gods with an S. It was just like, how many people are they referring to? Because this can't be the same person over and over again. And then sons of God and then men and then men's of God. It was just like too many stories being combined. We just, ugh, I think she has it more than me. But I'm like, why they just didn't flat out say, you know, God, the primordial creator. And then little God with little G, the one he created. Like, don't be smushing this all together. It's like, they just want to keep us lost in the sauce anyways. Let me keep going because I'll get on off on a tangent. But I feel like that was a lie. I feel like um, Eve had Adam. I really do. And I don't think Adam came out of her rib. I think Adam came out of her goddamn vagina. That's just my opinion. Um, and I feel like they had to do it that way because just think, if woman knows that she can create by herself, men is will be deemed to not be needed. You know what I mean? Um, and with all that masculine energy, they not having that. You know, they that ego that they have they don't want to feel useless or powerless or you know so so making it seem like woman came from man it boosts his ego making it seem like woman can't have child without man it boosts his ego makes him feel more powerful more king like more wanted just we can tell that woman is more 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 higher to spirit than man like man yes man was created through woman I guess what I'm trying to say is if I make um, some tea and it's real sweet, I'm like, oh, that's too sweet. I might put some water in it and it get diluted. Okay, so you got the real sweet tea and then you got the diluted tea. They both come from the tea container, but one just, you know, diluted a little more like that. So um, that's why women, I was wondering, like, why are women so spiritual? Like, I'm just looking around like, oh, my God, like, there's. There's more of a difference between female and man than vagina and penis. Because when you look at the minds, they're different. When you look at the hearts, they're different. When you look at the souls, they're different. When you look at spirituality, they're different. The body is di Like, everything is just, like, different. But then you get those rare breeds. And he talks about how you get those rare breeds, too. So I get it now. Um, and it all goes down to chemistry and DNA and all like that. Okay, so let me continue. He said the spiritual food is manna from heaven, which is knowledge. Knowledge is food for your spirit. And I read that because on um, when, when people that have near life death experiences come back, they say the entities, angels, beings, whatever, always tell them to love and learn. Like that's all they're supposed to be doing here is love and learn. So I really do feel like um, loving is more of a human, physical aspect, but learning is what connects you to that spirit, to me, my interpretation, or how I feel about it. And then he says, womb man, W-O-M-B man. Womb is, a womb can create a man and a woman, but a man cannot create a man and a woman on his own on his own like if you put a woman by herself she can actually 
duplicate. If you put a man by himself, he will never duplicate. So that's what he was trying to say. Um, so the reason is a womb man, which means both parties are man or in my opinion, God. But the womb man is the one with the womb. So men don't have a womb like us. Okay. Um, so he goes on to say, there are more widows than widowers in the world. There are more women over 100 than men. The female body keeps its youth longer than men. Uh, less or fewer women have hardening of their arteries than men. And the age and they uh, ageless in women than in men. There's more heart failures in men. Women can hold their breath without deterioration of cell function longer than men. Um, women can endure cold and heat better than men. <laughs> um, in higher altitudes, women can carry larger loads because the muscle fiber and the cells is structure is better. Um, a woman's brain is one quarter pound heavier than men. Fewer female miscarriages than men. Childhood. In childhood, the female is superior than man because at age seven, she becomes more mature in mind and body. So I guess we'll always have like a seven year gap over them. Which... Oh, God. <laughs> it's, it all makes sense now. Um, at age 12, but then he says, dun, dun, dun. At age 12. At age 12, puberty changes. And it, and from 12 to 21 women suffer so much that's how he dun 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 that's what he was saying so he basically said from birth through puberty and up until 21 because of ministration men endure so much and he put the emphasis on men and ministration so at the beginning he he said that women were were the weaker sex but he gave all these analogies of how women were stronger and then when he introduced ministration that's when the weaker started to kick in. Um, so he said women lose calcium, thriatin, iodine, phosphorus, vitamin E, vitamin, vitamin B1, 6 and 12, lectin, magnesium, iron, copper, and zinc. We begin to lose this. And it's so interesting that he said it's not just during our period. For, for some women, it can be 30 days if they're very athletic. It could be 30 hours if they're very athletic. Uh, for most women, it's up to three days, but the average is seven. And some have irregular periods where they're bleeding multiple times throughout the month. And some people, period, just never stops. Um, so he's basically saying before the period starts, you start to lose these nutrients two weeks before your period. So there's four weeks in a month. You get a month if that, uh, I mean, you get a week if that, to just relax and chill. So he, he made the statement, um, I wonder why women aren't PMSing all the time. And we fucking are. <laughs> it's like, if men only understood, just think about all the things that a woman does in her day. She works just like you, but on top of that, on top of that, on tippity tip, 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 top of that, she's cooking, she's cleaning, she's caring for the kids. I'm pretty sure she's paying the bills. Um, she's mentoring you. She's praying for the family. She, you know, just all this stuff. And her body is losing nutrients. You know, she's tired and weak and pain sometimes. So, yeah, women are, his beginning statement, talking about women are the weaker sex. No, we're not. We're very strong to be able to endure all of this. Because the moment a man gets sick, he reverts back to a five-year-old boy. It's ridiculous. But women are dealing with this 
from the time they began ministration until they die and never complain. They may be a little bitchy and stuff, get them whatever their little treats are, get them a heating pad or what, you know, whatever your girl, you know, your girl, um, whatever, you know, what can calm her down or help her transition through that time. And then she back with the routine. But I just thought that was crazy. Like, I'm just thinking, you know, and it is based on what you eat. The greener you eat, the more alkaline you eat, the less days your cycle you have, the more meat you eat, the more processed foods, etc., the longer your period is. And it does disrupt your whole body. So when I started my journey with this vegan, it started me the right way. Like, get rid of meat, get rid of sugars, da da da, da. So now I'm testing out fruits, adding more fruits in my diet, fruits and vegetables. Because I would basically do like... Um, What's my favorite dish right now? Uh, my favorite dish right now is fried mushrooms, um, vegan macaroni and cheese, baked beans, and cornbread. So it's basically a meal with no meat. But now I'm trying to put more fruits and vegetables in there um, to be more fruitarian. And I eat, the more I eat, I, I, I find that for me, I can't sit down and eat four apples, but last night I cut up the apples and I made um, apple pie filling. And um, since it was late, oh, I did have some last night. I had some last night after dinner. And then today as I made my oatmeal, I took a spoon and I put it on top of my oatmeal. So I'm able to eat the apples in different ways more than just eating an apple. But in its most organic form is best because when you cook it of course it begins to lose its nutrients but i also have a blender and i love to blend the smoothies and i was buying them from Publix. and i think my dad mentioned hey you know it's probably better to, to do them regular which is true i just haven't figured out how to get them down fruit flies because they are so aggravating it takes forever for them to die and um when i when i put the bananas in the refrigerator they get all mushy so I haven't quite figured that out. I probably just need to cut them up, put them in bags, and freeze them. Not bags. Got to stay away from the plastic uh, glass glass containers. And I need to order some more because I only got one set of glass. So, yeah, I need to order a set of glass containers so that I can start uh, food prepping. And that's going to be my goal, like, to actually fruit prep for the week to do my smoothie. Because I figured out how I want to do it. I want to have um, apple cider vinegar and baking soda in the morning, like a shot. Then I wanna uh, have salt water, I wanna do a smoothie, I wanna do some tea, and then apple cider vinegar, um, baking soda again before bed. And what that does is it alkalizes all that stuff that you done ate during the day, it just kinda alkalizes it. I mean, cause they, we don't know what they're doing with any of this stuff, so you're just trying to help your body out. And I'm gonna divide those by two so that I'm doing it two times a day. So instead of five different drinks, I'll divide it by two so it'll, be, it'll equal out to be 10 because you don't have to necessarily drink a gallon of water you can do your smoothies and your fruits and your vegetables it's water in there too so as long as it all adds up to not really a gallon per se but whatever your body mass is you're supposed to divide it into liters and you know you don't want to drown but yeah so i'm ex excited to kind of do that so as i was saying starting this journey with the food you see it's, it's just taking me down so many paths it started with food then it went to the dark side with the government and kidnapping and all that shit false, false um false presidency uh freaking covid madness fake ass shot depopulation agenda <laughs> and then it brought me back around to femininity and the next thing i'm gonna do is get my herd so i can be doing more um teas and tantrics and tonics and stuff so yeah so it's interesting a spiritual journey is not just about spiritual it's gonna take you down so many roads just uh enjoy the ride because it's gonna take you down so many different avenues so let me keep going so as i stated he said two weeks before your cycle it starts to make you weak and i was like that's three weeks out the month i was just like so shocked because even right now I'm like, I am off today. Why am I tired? Like, I, I didn't have to get up. I'm like, why am I tired? My phone wasn't in the room. 
because they say when your phone is in the room and the TV is on, like a lot of that stuff, it disrupts your energy. I'm like, the phone, the laptop, the iPad wasn't in the room. Why am I so tired? But lo and behold, my body already knows three days before my cycle going to start. So it's probably already depleting these nutrients. And I haven't got CMOS yet, but when I start the journey with my herbs and stuff, I'm going to be podcasting on that a lot. Like, the way that I feel now, I know it's going to change when I get those 100 and, what is it, 702 minerals in my body. Like, I'm so excited for that. Like, yes. And we're supposed to be eating seafoods, not shrimp, not crab, baby, not king crab, no, seafood weed sea moss kelp it's just like the stuff i learned i'm like oh my god (laughs) i love learning but i'd be like what oh my god it's just it'd be so foreign like so not hamburger and fries oh okay you know it's just so different it's like somebody giving you a chinese dish and you used to your thanksgiving you know meal or whatever it's just so odd to me so let's see I'm going to keep going. Um, so he mentions how iodine maintains your thyroid and calcium helps with your nervous system and prosperous um, helps heal your cells. And he said, not all women have periods. Most Hindu women don't, and ancient African women didn't. Now, that amazed me because I actually started my menses later in life. And he was urging mothers to not rush their daughters to the hospital when their period doesn't start because, of course, they're going to do whatever they do and make the period come down. And he says, that that does more harm to her body um, than, you know, women will ever know. But he says all of this starts with knowledge of self, which is true. I mean, you can't do what you don't know to do. And then he even explained how and I actually watched a movie called The The Witcher. I cannot wait for another season to come out. That was my show. I love The Witcher. I, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, look, I'm so extreme. It's either medieval times, like Witcher with dragons and shit, or it's futuristic stuff like Fifth Element. Like, you could catch me on either end. But they nothing to do with Earth. I'm just, I just know that there's so much more to this. I'd be like whatever this flame ordinary stuff but when i see witcher or fifth element i'm like yes it just feels like home to me but he was saying a lot of oracles they did the thinking and the men went out to war and did the actual fighting and the oracles didn't marry and they didn't have cycles i'm like oh my god and that's just how it was in the witcher if you get a chance and you watch the witcher that's just how it was but she happened to fall in love she um she was like a rebel she wanted she wanted love and um she actually wanted a child too but i think they had yeah they did something to her to where she couldn't have a child so she was just kind of like angry but she could cast spells and change her appearance and she just she could um disappear to what and appear wherever she wanted teleport and i don't think these are movies i think these are um is history and why we're not able to do this stuff anymore let me explain so he said oceanic women as well did not menstruate they were very strong and they were seven to eight feet tall such as the watusi women and my niece is very very tall and this reminds me of her she's very very tall her family is from the islands um she's very intuitive empathic I just know that there's a special gift there and I can't wait for her to tap into it a little bit more. And then he mentioned how in the Bible, the mens- the cycle was called unclean. Women had to be away till they were pure again. Um, the Bible said that women um, 
don't be tempted with women. It also explains how Adam blamed Eve for eating the apple. And now she has to have pain and affliction when she have kids. You know what I feel? This is my opinion. He didn't say this. I feel like Eve was like the boss chick or the guide. And Adam lied to her and had sex with her which was a sin i think the apple represented sex i don't think it had nothing to do about no knowledge this is just me this is what my inside my intuition is telling me and now she became pregnant because because if she's if she can have kids on her own as a god she doesn't need to mix with this man lower being and but because she did that now she has to suffer the same i feel like maybe they were on 4d let's just use d maybe they were on 4d and maybe she was on 4d adam was on 3d for, for whatever reason they were able to come in contact and or maybe she came down to three maybe she could go forth that's that's how i want to put it she could go from 4d to 3d adam was only stuck on 3d Adam tricked her to having sex. And when she became pregnant, she became stuck on 3D. When she's used to 4D. Now, that's just how I feel. That's the truth. I don't know why they don't want to explain it. But at the end of his lecture, he basically explains woman has just forgot who she is. And if she remembers who she is, then man will remember who he is. And then everything will be back in order. Because see how men are running it right now? And things aren't going so great. I just have to be honest. But I'm going to go over a list of a lot of women's societies where women are running and things are going great. Not to say that women are any better. It's not taken away from the man. But if if woman is supposed to be a little bit closer to God, then she has a little bit more to do what she needs to do. And nobody can dispute that. It just is what it is. <laughs> you can't be mad at that. Um, so, yeah. So I'm excited to tap more into my um, divine feminine. Um, there is a book called, what is the name of the book? I started the book with my best friend, but I didn't finish it. Let me see. The name of the book is called, I think it's Heal Thyself. Heal Thyself by Queen Afua. And I think she has other books too. Let me see. No, that's not the one. That that helped me remember her, but it's called Sacred Woman. That's what it is. Queen Afua, Sacred Woman. I'm going to get all her books. She has, matter of fact, let me put them in the cart. I had it on my Kindle, but you see, I ain't. It seemed like I get to these paper books faster than I get to. Um, No, I don't want that. It's another one called the Angry Womb. Let me put that in the car. Angry Womb. And I brought that up because as I'm finishing my second book, my third book is going to be on the... Um, oh, I was putting fertility deities in the book. And I also saw just deities in general. And I wanted to do some angel cards on deities in general and... I want it to be like the Divine Feminine. Angry Wound by Afua. Let me see. Book. Angry Wound book. Overcoming the Angry Vagina. So yeah, I am doing a lot of um, self-reflection and healing. And yeah, 34 is going great. It's so funny. I just looked at the phone and it said I've been talking for 34 minutes. Okay, so let me see. Let's pick up where we left off. So that's my story of Adam and Eve. I feel like it's right. And I don't know what this new energy is, but it's right. And nobody can tell me it's wrong. And I will, you know, we can go to court about it. We could bet. I, I, I could bet everything on it. That's the feeling that I have. Um, which means my intuition has just got better. Um. He said, when the womb leaks white, it's because it has a cold. 
and many things can cause a cold. Now, you know, Dr. Sebi says that mucus is like connected to all the illnesses in the body, which is true. Like, I feel like our body has mucus, but when it, when it over grows, I think that's when it becomes a disease. For example, when I started, before I started this vegan journey, my stomach would just be bubbling all day. I used to work at Bank of America at the lunch. Every day I would get a Chick-fil-A of fries, chicken sandwich with some fries. Um, when I was at Bank of America, it was right across the street. I'd get me a lemonade and fries with a barbecue. And a, man, that chicken sandwich was so good, y'all. Chick-fil-A do got the best sandwich. I could taste that thing right now. They have the best chicken sandwich. I don't know. I have never worked at Chick-fil-A. I don't know what they do with that chicken. It might have eggs in it, too, because it had my stomach bubbling. But my stomach will bubble so much, like, all day. Can you imagine your stomach bubbling all day with gas? So I went to a gastrologist, and I was like, like, what is wrong with me? Like, what's going on? And I would have cheese on the chicken sandwich, too. So I would tell her, I would tell them, the chicken sandwich with lettuce, tomato, cheese, and pickle, and mustard. I don't like ketchup. I only eat ketchup if my fries is hard, but I would prefer barbecue sauce. But Wendy's got the best barbecue sauce over there. Wendy's, I'll do ketchup if the fries is hot. But anyways, um, where was I going with that? Oh, so I went to the gastrologist and she was like, "There's an, can you breathe in here? And she breathed in a tube. I guess she would get my air. She's like, you have an overgrowth of bacteria in your gut. And she was like, let's get a telescope and go down and see what's going on. Like, what the fuck? Like, you're not going to put me to sleep and go down my stomach. You just basically told me what was going on and you didn't even give me a solution. I was so angry and upset. Like, I done paid all this money you and you just told me what was wrong and gave me no solution. You don't even know why you want to go down my throat. You just want to collect some money. And what? Let me leave the office empty-handed? Like, I, I got so upset with doctors. Like, they would be... Be the first one to tell you there's a problem, but no solutions in sight. And the solutions that they give are bullshit because people are not being cured. How many people, you know, go to chemotherapy and die? How many people do remission and then they rat back in? It's like either you want to heal these people or you don't need to claim the title as doctor. It really frustrates me. But then I have to remember in the Bible, it says my people perish for lack of knowledge. We can read. We're not slaves anymore. We can Google. We can go to shaman. We can go to healers. It's still whole Indian tribes out here that don't mess with the um, big pharma. The whole Amish community don't fuck with big pharma either. And they populating left and right. Look at the Duggars. 21 kids and shit. It seems like they doing just fine without medicine and stuff. So even countries all over the world, third world countries don't have access to medicine and stuff. Populating just fine. Healing just fine. Living just fine. Even though they drink in the same water as the darn animals. So something is just like wrong here. And I just, I don't know. We already know America is a business. So if, if America is a business and we are the product, perhaps they don't care. You see, they don't care how they treat the cows, the pigs, the chickens, the turkey. None of that. They just going to keep them in good enough condition to get to the slaughterhouse. Like, or to, or to keep producing that milk or to keep producing kids. And when they don't need you anymore you you die and they still get money from sending you to the butcher it's like don't treat me like that we're whole divine goddesses we shouldn't be treated as cattle and i feel like that's what happened when man took the reins i don't think it was like this when women had the range matter of fact i be looking at documentaries all the time it was this chinese woman dynasty and it was a big famine and before the famine came she harbored rice so much rice in this deep deep pit and, and it reminds me of the story in the Bible, too. Everybody was coming to her for rice, and she saved them because of her wisdom of storing that rice. A woman, not a man. A man would try to sell it to the highest bidder. No, she had to hold out for a rainy day. And I feel like in relationships, maybe women balance the men out, too. Like, they'll have that reserve, or they'll have that wisdom. Nah, babe, I don't think you should do that, you know? It's, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just the gift that we were given. And instead of being jealous of it and taking over what's rightfully ours, they should just let us run the shit with our women intuition, with our women instinct, with our women godhood. And with the love that we have, we still going to crown our man. You still going to get the crown. But we're going to make sure 
we let you rule it the right way. That's all. I remember when I was in church. That's why she said that. Um, and I see this with my parents. I see this with my sisters. All my siblings are married. I see it too. It's the women who really run the house. Um, but the man has the title and the crown. But it's the it's the really the woman. Um, so kudos, women. In church, she would say, uh, you are the head, but I'm the neck. And I determine which way you're going to look. I was like, okay. You know, which way it's going to turn. I'm like, she right. Um, so let me keep going. He said, hemoglobin is capable of carrying human blood oxygen molecules. But we suffer when we lose energy because of the life-giving blood cells that we lose. So, I'm feeling tired right now. Three days before, I'm losing. I'm losing them cells. Um, and then he explained again. That's why she's irritable, anemic, has headaches, dizzy, migraines, agitated. It's all because of the chemical things that are going on within the body. PMS is not just a made-up thing. It's really a chemical imbalance. Just like if you can't see, you're not just lying. How much you can't see something going on with them eyes where you cannot zoom in and zoom out in the best way, you know, without help. Um, so he basically explained that we do this from puberty to death. If blood loss stopped, women would be strong and psychic and birth alone no men need it so to me something occurred either a when um when the god eve was tricked or either raped and probably even was raped by adam you know telling and had the baby and then the curse was put on her so to speak that you'll bleed and have pain with childbirth I feel like um, that's kind of what happened. But I'm pretty sure it's a way to reverse it. Because still today, some people don't have their period. And so apparently losing all this blood and stuff is 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 um, is making us weak. We're losing our psychic, psychic ability. And we have to connect sperm and egg to reproduce when we used to could do that on our own like is that not amazing let me just say that again women would produce on their own okay so let me keep going he also mentioned that doctors have the right to practice on us now i don't i don't agree to that and you know with the help of god i won't be going to no doctors I'm going to get these herbs up and find me a medicine man or medicine woman and get back to nature. Um, he said, Dr. Jaquez Jacob of Stanford University proved that an embryo develops from an egg, not a sperm. An embryo develops from an egg, not a sperm. You can make a developing embryo without the need of male sperm. They just lie all the time. Um, he also said the Church of England, he explained that's why the Church of England um, saw that this was a threat to the men. And instead of saying the Church of England, let's say the men of England, because I don't think women were threatened by that. If I'm a woman and I can have kids on my own, why would I be upset with another woman that can have kids on her own? But if I'm a man, okay, now I'm going to be upset because you don't need me. I could be extinct. I'm not useful, whatever else they be going on in their mind so we got to do something with these witches we got to kill them so i believe that's how the whole burning of the witches started um with the men of england the the church of men of england it's always the wicked men and not all of them are but the wicked ones because a smart one would say we need to we need to smarten up and wive these women since they so wide and and make them want us Versus make them fear us. Da, 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 da. Like they could have went about it a whole nother way. And he basically said men cannot reproduce. And I feel like that's what this whole gay gender is for. Because no one cares about what you do in your bedroom. Just The kids should just be off limit. But outside of that, no one cares. Get you a whole robot. 
somebody put a vagina in a foot and that was they had the robot company make a foot and they put a vagina in it whatever your fetish is have at it leave the kids alone i feel like they're pushing the, the gay agenda because what's going to come next is what happens when two gay men want to have a child women don't have to sign up i don't have to sign up to give them my eggs and i feel like a lot of this covid stuff with people dying where them eggs go where the uteruses go? Oh, they banking in the background, and I'm not dumb. I was going to donate my eggs, but my mom, she was like, I don't think it's a good idea that you do, do that until you have kids of your own. But I know how it feels to not have kids, and I wanted to, to be able to at least bless other people. But I didn't go through it. And they pay good money for those eggs, just like they do for carrying a baby. So before I leave the earth, if... I find I gotta know the people. I just don't want to just donate my eggs. But if I know someone is like, hey, we really want to make a child. We need your eggs, and me and my husband have our kids. I wouldn't mind helping. And if someone else come to me and say, you know, because I can, I just have to get my egg through the tube to the uterus. I got to get the kinks out my tube. That's my issue. But if someone needed me to carry their baby, I would too. Only because I have walked this road. And then we have you crying, y'all. So I know how it is to be a woman and want to have a kid and something be in your way. Um, some people have the eggs, but they can't get the eggs through the tube to the uterus. Some people don't have the uterus to house the egg. Some people don't have the tube to get the eggs to the uterus. So it's, it'd be so many different situations. But Lord willing, before I go, I would like to help someone with egg and help someone carry. I have to know them because I don't trust science. I don't like how they trying to do this whole transhuman thing. And that's not with nature. That's not with God. That's not with spirit. And I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want any karma with that either. So the whole point that men cannot reproduce if two men came together and want to have a kid, that's what this whole gay agenda is about. I saw a whole video on YouTube where it was like an incubator in the middle of the room and you could just go to it and watch the baby grow. Like, that's what they're getting to. But in the olden days, people were against it because they were saying, you know, there's a thin line between natural reproduction and you trying to play the hand of God. And so people were in an uproar about it. So now they have, they always have to lie and be sneaky about how they do it now to get us to agree. So now I have you focusing on gay rights and, oh, these two men want to have a kid. Can we just use their DNA and, and make a kid? So they, they give it to us that way versus I'm over here playing God. I can get, they already have all our DNA. We all have been to the hospital. We all have gay blood, everything else. They can be around here making clones. If y'all haven't seen Inside Job, they show the freaking clones. These stuff don't be cartoons or movies. It really be telling you the truth. Like, ha, ha, ha. And whatever you do with it is, is up to you. Um, but yeah, so they, could just, so they can have free reign to clone. Once you open that door, you can't close it. It's all or none. Just like with the Dave Chappelle, um, either he's going to be able to say whatever he wants or he's not going to be able to talk at all. You can't say you could be a comedian, but you can't say this. It's, it's unrestricted. He's either going to get up there and make comedy however he fits or he's not. Same thing with free speech. As much as I hate those people getting online and recording, I'm going to go blow up a Jewish place or this, that, other. Freedom speech is either all or none. You can't put these little subcategories, which is just like the Internet. We use it for entertainment. We use it for commerce. We use it for good. But then you still got the dark end that's up there taking pictures of kids and shipping them across seas and stuff it's, it's still all or none unfortunately that's that's the world that we live in it's the yin and yang the good and bad all or none so if we say no internet because they're gonna they're gonna be trafficking kids and this that and other we lose all of the good too but if we say internet with all of the good we, we get the bad in there too so that's that's such as life that's on earth this is the the 3d that we're on um let's see And this was the most important part to me. He said, women decide in their mind to become pregnant. Make sure I put that in my book as well. It's a mental thing. Um, so from when I was little, you know, everybody, mom, always say, you know, don't get pregnant. Don't bring no house in here. Don't bring no baby in here. Um, my mom really wanted for us to finish high school, have our life and have our kids. So 
I've already had those stigmas in my mind, but also growing up in the church, you're not supposed to have kids out of wedlock, you know, it's frowned upon. Like all of these things are really, really deep in me. And so subconsciously, I honestly don't, not subconsciously, consciously, uh, my idea of a family comes with the king. Even though I'm God, <laughs> even though I have the crown, he can have a crown too. Like we'll work together. Um, and I don't want to have a kid outside of that. If that's the case, I can go to a sperm bank right now and tell them to implant the uh, egg and I'll just have a baby. My battle is different. I don't want it that way. If I eventually have to do that, that's an option. But my idea is the woman, the man, and the child. Um, and most men, they or most people aren't sure if it's going to be a good foundation. They have the kids and this thing, you know, they aren't together. I don't want that. I will not have that. That's not in the plans for me. If it were to happen, I, I don't think I could do it, which is why it hasn't happened. I honestly feel like I would either give the baby to my mom, give the baby to the dad, and just, it's just not the idea that I would have. Like, my grandma had her kids without grandpa. My mom had her kids with dad. I, I just want to continue that. I don't want to mess up the, you know, the how far we've come in the family. Like, I don't know. And then, too, I can't tell a boy everything he needs. His dad needs to do that. And not on the weekends. And not whenever he feels like coming over 24-7, just like me. And I don't want to do that everything as a mom all day by myself. I don't want to do that. Um, it's, I already want a nanny and a chef. <laughs> I just think I want to do the whole thing by myself for. I don't know. So I just think those feelings and the energy that I have. I just feel like it shut everything down. Like when I was pregnant, I was like, God, like I cannot do this. I really feel like that's why it didn't work. Like I just cannot. I was looking at daycare, I was looking at cribs and everything. And I'm like, oh my God. And I didn't know there's a thing called pre, um, what is it called? It's postpartum, but it's also a prepartum. And I didn't know that that was a thing. So that literally is a thing. So in my book, I actually have a section called Pre-Mommy, which is going to help you handle all those pre-partum things. So there's this quote. It says, if there's not a book out there that needs to be written, write it. And that's basically what I'm writing. So this book is basically to myself now and to my previous self. Like, this is the book that I will go back in time and hand my younger self. Um, so I'm excited to get that out. But let's see in reference to like babies and stuff um so he said with your mind you can decide if it's going to be a girl or a boy with your mind you can decide if you're going to have a baby so for me i feel like it's mental like yeah i have some physical things to work out but i think my mental is is really what's stopping it not so much the um physical because there's plenty of people that have had block tubes taking different herds and different stuff like that like trust me i've done the research and they have kids so it has to be a little bit more what i feel um mental for me personally then he said all things start from an egg whether it's a heart shell or ovum which is true which is why i don't believe that eve came out of the rib how everything else in life comes out of an egg or ovum but this one exception like make it make sense and then to me like i feel like man even made that up because how dumb how dumb is that like, I could sit down with God and say, God, how dumb is that? Because I know inside my heart and my soul and everything, that's just dumb. It's not true. Okay. Um, and that's why I don't feel offended to say it. Uh, so, he also said in 1975, this was a study. They connected a vibrational device to an unfertilized egg, and they got a rhythmic beat of a heart or pulse. And it was unfertilized, meaning no male sperm. So when when he mentioned that it was mental, it's a vibrational thing, and he also mentions that when the egg comes in contact with the with the uh, when the sperm comes in contact with the egg, it has to have a certain frequency or vibration, or it can't get inside the egg. So it's not that the head busts through the ovum; it's a frequency that allows it to go in, which reminds me of a portal, y'all. It's a portal. You can't get through certain portals without frequencies. When I was looking into the Egyptians, they were able to get through. They carried around onks, 
and the unks were um tailored to their frequency and the unks allowed them to go through different portals because of a frequency like it's not that the sperm was so strong it just wiggled inside the egg do that makes I don't know. It's, just, it's it's more. I guess the more that I know now, I'm just putting more pieces together. It's the frequency of that egg, of that sperm that can teleport inside the freaking egg. That's what it is. It's a frequency thing. So I thought that was interesting. And it's going to be a part two because it's probably about to stop. So let me just go ahead and stop now. So part two coming up. Thanks a million for listening. There's a million podcasts in the world. You clicked on this one, Lilo, this one to hear what I have to say. I hope Universe has a special message for you. You can reach me on Linktree at forward slash love.mish. I hope you have a better than a great day. Love ya. Talk to you later. Bye. You all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet, People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you?